This is episode seven of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're going to be talking about how to pack for your next trip. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, so glad that you're here. We're currently in a five-part series. We've been talking about how to pick your travel destination, how to budget, and today we're going to be talking about how to pack for your next trip. All of these resources are in a workbook on christiantravelers.net where I walk through the before your trip, during your trip, and after the trip, what you need to be thinking about um, to prepare yourself, and then also how to be aware of God during the whole trip. Um, and be prepared to come back and talk about your travels with God at the center of it all. Um, It's a great resource. um, Just go download it off my website at christiantravelers.net. But today we're talking about packing. Um, Sometimes this is the exciting part because the trip's almost here, but at the same time it can be a very overwhelming part of the process. So what are some things that come to mind that are just absolute necessities when you travel? Okay, I'm guessing you thought of your toothbrush and your underwear and um, just general clothes and maybe you're like me and you love photography so you have your phone and your camera and all of those things but I'm gonna backtrack us a little bit and say the number one most important thing to pack is your Bible. And you're going to laugh at me and be like, well, yeah, that's cliche. I have a Bible on my phone. What's it really matter? But I'm going to stop and I want to address that first. I think it is very important for us to have our Bibles with us because it's a visual that will get people's attention and it opens doors for some conversation. It might sound cliche, but if you're standing staying at a hostel and you have a Bible on your nightstand, suddenly someone has the opportunity to ask a question about it. Or if you dedicate time each day in the morning, I'm going to go to a coffee shop on my trip and I'm going to read a little section out of the Bible. It can draw attention and conversation too. Or one that I've experienced while traveling, I rode on a bus and got to know the person next to me and They were really wrestling with kind of their purpose in life. And so I kind of said, you know, as a Christian, this is what I think. Um, And they were not Christian, but they were very intrigued by kind of that perspective. And so I just handed off my Bible. Um, And yes, it was engraved with my name on it and my favorite Bible verse. But you know what? I think that the Lord will use that and maybe they'll read it and maybe they won't. Actually, after the fact, I realized that English was not their first language and my Bible was in English. But at the same time, they spoke super fluently. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe they're just going to practice their English and read some of the Bible. Who knows? But God can use that in many miraculous ways and it can be a great conversation starter. So, That is some of the reasons that I think your Bible should be the first thing that you pack on any trip. And if you're traveling with family and with friends, making sure that those faith discussions are part of your travel routine, having devotional time, it's super duper important. And things you will encounter during travels are endless. Like suddenly you might be in an ethnic 
a group that isn't your norm. Um, you might encounter people living in a lifestyle that's very different than your own, um, sometimes in a good way, and sometimes maybe um, you encounter a lot of drugs um, or pickpocketing or things like that, and you need to have those conversations with your kids. Hey, this is a reality, um, but this is what the Lord says. And going back to scripture and it's okay if you don't always know where in the Bible it says those things. Um, there's this thing called a concordance. It's basically a fun little dictionary. Um, and so you can kind of look up some of those words or concepts in the back of your Bible and then go turn to that Bible verse. Um, something that's an amazing tool. But after you've packed your Bible, what else do you pack and how do you pack? A lot of that depends, again, if you're traveling with your family, traveling by yourself, um, those things have a big influence. So some of the usual things that I think are very important to consider is, are you going to be carrying luggage or just carry-ons? Um, it, this can be whether you're like driving cross country or if you are flying. Um, I personally prefer to keep my luggage as minimal as possible while traveling. Um, it's okay to wash clothes while traveling and, it keeps the load lighter, especially if you're going to be carrying it a lot. If you're camping or staying at a hotel for a whole week or something and you don't have to keep unpacking and repacking it, then it might be okay to take something a little bigger. Also, if you're like me and you're carrying um, some podcast equipment around, then you might want to take a full piece of luggage so that you can put your podcast equipment and um, all of your clothes and things in the same thing. Um, so, it, there's just different things to consider. But some of the things that I typically go through, um, I usually have a backpack or a laptop bag and a carry-on bag if I do my carry-on style. Or I will have like a, backtap, a backpack or laptop bag and like a luggage bag um, if I travel by myself or with friends um, to bigger destinations or for extended periods of time. Usually my rule is if it's 10 to 12, sometimes 14 days, you can usually get away with just a carry-on unless you're going to be experiencing lots of different weather climates. If the weather is going to be changing around a lot and you're going to need winter clothes and shorts and um, raincoats, then those bulkier items tend to add up a lot quicker and it's harder to get to condense it down but I would highly recommend watching videos about rolling your clothing. Um, if you can roll your pants and your um, shirts and all of those things, they take up less space. And then if you put them into a Ziploc baggie and put a straw in it or um, just close it most of the way and then push the air out, um, it condenses it down kind of like a vacuum bag um, and then you can stack multiple things on there. So if you have multiple kids that are sharing the same suitcase, having one of your kids shirts in a bag and your other kids shirts in a different bag, it helps keep it organized and allows you to stuff more into a suitcase um, and then still have room for their stuffed animals and toys or whatever. If you're flying and you're taking any liquid items, it's important to remember to have three ounce containers for everything. Anything more than that will get flagged and removed. This goes for water bottles, shampoo, um, toothpaste, all those things. And when 
you have a big family with all of those things, it's really easy for those things to just get crazily mishapped. Um, so my recommendation is if you're taking a big family, it's okay to do a luggage piece or two and try to like vacuum clothes or Ziploc bag as many items as possible into those suitcases and then carry some items onto the flight that say your luggage gets separated for you. You have a change of clothes once you get there and you have some basic toothbrush and shampoo items but nothing too extravagant and you're limited to a quart size bag of those items so choose wisely. <laughs> In addition we're an electronical society so I assume you're listening to this podcast somehow on a computer or a phone. Um, make sure that you are taking chargers for all of those items that you have with you and if are going overseas make sure that you have um the, like, the United States, our outlets are different than those in Europe, which are different than those in parts of Africa and parts of South America. It's just different. And so when you pack, you need something that will be able to connect to their outlet system, but also allow you to plug in your stuff that you need charged. So if you have a surge protector that you can connect to that or something with multiple outlets that you can connect to this adapter that connects to their outlet system um, that is important. That way you can charge your phone and your computer and your camera and your kid's toy or whatever all at the same time um, at the end of the day because when you're going and you're traveling you're probably not sitting down by an outlet very often. Maybe if you're in the car you have a way to charge things that way but Overall, you're probably not, and so at the end of the day, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I gotta charge my phone, and this, and this, and this. So having multiple outlets, that helps a lot, even if you're traveling by yourself. Having three or four um, that connects to one adapter, that's great. When I traveled to Europe, I managed to pack everything into a backpack and a laptop bag. That way, I could get through security and say I had a personal item and a carry-on item. I rolled all my clothes that way. I had four shirts and four shorts that I rotated through that whole entire time that were in my bag and then just some extra sunscreen and things. That was in like my backpack. That was my carry-on item. And then in my laptop bag, I had a laptop, my camera, any electronics. And that one was the one that I locked majority of the trip just, in, you know, I had more valuable items there. So the question always comes up, like, how do I choose what is the necessity and what isn't? And how do I not pack my whole entire house while traveling? This is kind of one of those things where I turn it back to God. Jesus sent the disciples out into the wilderness with the clothing on their back and a staff, I believe. Hold up. Let me look up that Bible verse. Okay, so the verse that I was thinking of is in Mark chapter 6. Um, it's the section called Jesus Sends Out the Twelve Disciples, which is verses 7 through 13. I'm just going to read the first couple verses, um, which read, And he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two. Is it weird that I get a song stuck in my head from that? And gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts but to wear sandals and not put on tunics. 
And he said to them, Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you depart from there. And if any place will not receive you, and they will not listen to you when you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. And it keeps going. But that section, Jesus sends them out with shoes and the clothes on their backs and a staff and is like, Okay, this is all you need because I'm going to provide the rest. And so with our budgeting last week, there is a sense of ridiculousness. Um, If you go with just the clothing on your back, that means you're likely going to have to be buying some new clothes while you're on your trip and all these other things, and that money adds up. But at the other hand, you don't have to have everything packed because you can borrow something or rent something or... Um, if it becomes like an absolute desperate need, you could go buy it somewhere else. So my rule is to keep it as minimal as possible. Like I was saying, for two weeks, I packed four shirts and four shorts. I had my electronics, some sunscreen, a towel, or it was more of a blanket to keep me warm on the flights. And that was pretty much it. It's amazing what you can pack in smaller things. And sometimes if you know you're going to like overpack, pick a smaller suitcase, pick a smaller carry-on, pick something tinier and you will be amazed how much you will fit in there and then yet how much you still didn't need at the end of the trip. Um, Now, if you're packing to travel the world for like really extended long periods of time, um, you're going to run into that dilemma of weather and my recommendation is pack for the most upcoming season um, and then be willing to sell, you know, this, I don't need this light jacket anymore because winter's about to come around, so I'm going to get rid of it, buy something new, and then if I stay long enough that I need the, a light jacket again, I'll get rid of this winter coat. Um, and that way you keep the items on your person to a minimal, but also aren't like just foolishly spending and buying a whole new wardrobe. So it really depends on the circumstances surrounding your travel, who you're traveling with, but keeping things to a minimal allows for some of those God conversations, allows for you to say, hey, I'm trusting God and I really need this right now. Um, I know we just met, but would you happen to be able to help me out? Those are some awesome conversations that can happen simply because you're relying on God and you're relying on others while you're traveling. So those are just some thoughts that go into packing. Again, I encourage you to look up some information about rolling your clothes and packing as tightly as possible. It's one of the best methods that I've found out there and ziplocking them into tight spaces really compacts things and allows you to pack more or to minimize your clothing and have space for other things you need because if you're going on a mission trip and you're carrying a million other things in there that you're going to give away, um, you don't want your clothes taking up so much space. So I hope I've given you some food for thought. I would love for you to join the Facebook discussion and share a little bit about um, some things that you've packed that you're so glad that you did or things that you packed and 
you just carried around the whole time wondering why you packed it. We'd love to hear a little bit about some of your packing experiences and if you have any special techniques or things that you think are just absolute necessities for travel, let us know. We would love to hear about that. And then also, I am really wanting to encourage you to hop on christiantravelers.net and shoot me an email with any of your travel questions. We want to be a resource for you as much as possible, and that means taking time on podcasts to answer some questions that we hear about travel. Next week, we're going to be talking about how to spiritually prepare for a trip which isn't something we normally talk about. So really excited about that. And until next time, safe travels and God bless.